ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Thank you very much, producer Mr. E. That was clean. Thank you. Like you've done it 27 times already. (laughs) So I want to talk about something kind of topical because it just happened today. I was reading this article and by the time I read it, it already happened. So did you guys know an asteroid got really close to Earth today? I I did not. I did. I did. John did. Yeah, he was looking up the same thing. So yeah, chime in when you know. About it too. I actually like when we both know the same shit because then we kind of, we always somehow focus on different parts. Yeah, so. let me flip to it in my notes here. Let me see. Oh yeah, yes. I know Idea. it's called uh, Asteroid Twenty Twenty SW. Yes, that is a very sexy name. Don't you agree? I agree. What do the SW stands for? Yeah, who knows? Star Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this thing got so close; it was uh, sixteen thousand seven hundred miles away from Earth. And just to put that into perspective, the moon is about uh, 240,000 miles out there or 30 Earths away. So this this uh, asteroid basically moved, was about 2.1 Earths within within the Earth. I was going to have a shitty way to say it. Yeah, but basically it was 2.1 Earth, uh, Earths away. So it was really close in astronomical terms to us. Are you, wait, are you saying the the moon is 30 Earths away, technically, from us? Yes. Yes. Wow. That's a long yeah. way away. Or oh, yeah. It takes about three days to get there. And at least that was with the in the Apollo mission days. I haven't, you know, checked recently with our research, but we haven't, we've never gone back. I've never heard it quantified quite as 30 Earths from Earth. You know what I mean? That's a That's a number I can kind of wrap my head around instead of. You know, six hundred thirty miles, six thousand miles. You know, whatever. Like, I know, okay. I know. That's actually why I did that. Uh, when I heard that, I was like, I'm gonna have to say that because the all the miles stuff. It's like it just kind of okay. Ooh, a lot of miles. That's a trip. So this asteroid was within how many Earths? Two point one Earths of Earth. Okay, wow. Of Earth, yeah. So it was like really in the backyard. Which this actually kind of blew my mind too. It said it was even closer than TV and weather satellites. Ooh. I didn't know that either. Like, what? Really? I thought they were like, I don't know, around yeah. the border or some shit. Because when you watch Wally, you know, it's like it's just a sphere of satellites right I'm, on I'm like, Earth, essentially. Yeah. Everything you see in space is always like, so it how seems f- that way, but I guess it's not. How far away are they? The, those are 22,000 miles away, which I don't know how many Earths that is. I guess we could do the math if we really said <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's about I don't know, I think you're guessing it's about three. Is that so? You'd say it's probably like about three because it's about. You looked at the same topics. You could tell me if it was three. <laughs> you know, it was three. <laughs> it was three <laughs> Earths. God damn it! We said earlier this we is, did the same fucking topic. It's called so showmanship, it's okay you know. Dick. Like, like you gotta... showing me three. I'm like, why do you know? <laughs> like, what's the mystery? I don't need to. We're not experts. <laughs> if you know, tell me. So it's about three Earths away, gentlemen. Or about three. Oh my I, god. I like your question. Question. I see what you're doing. That's perfect. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. What else? Do you, what do you know? What do you know about it? Then? How I, big is it? Do you know about that? I know it's an RV sized asteroid. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. I, I like to think that the uh, the Breaking Bad Winnebago, the Meth Winnebago, or what do they call it, Methabago? I don't know now. I thought there was. I just think about the Breaking. I just call it the Breaking Bad car. Yeah, I want to see that thing flying through space, hurtling towards Earth. Um, it was discovered a week. Before it's pass, it passed us. So it was discovered a week ago. 
I know that's pretty close, right? All of a sudden it gets close and it's going to get that close to us. And we just like, Oh, there it is. So last time, uh, I kind of belittled this agency for discovering it so late, but at the end of the day, that is their purpose is to discover it. And they did. And a week would be enough time to determine where it's going to hit, what its impact is going to be and whether or not you got to sacrifice a city to it. For sure. And actually, even though that seems kind of startling, like, oh, man, they only discovered it last week. What happens? Blah, blah, blah. And like you said, they're, that's what they're supposed to do. But um, in September alone, they found 244 near-Earth objects already, new ones. So that is just something they that's constantly just happening. We're just always finding stuff getting close, <laughs> just around us and stuff. <laughs> 244? Was that last yes. month or last year? It said in September alone, so this oh, this month currently. Wow, those are doesn't all... mean they're getting that close to Earth and stuff. They just like to tech. Oh, these are not all <laughs> near Earth objects. They're not. Well, they are near Earth objects. I guess they're near. Earth. So I guess they are near. I guess they're called. Yeah, they're near Earth objects. Actually, yeah, man, it's crazy. That's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Our twenty something. What is twenty seven episodes? Have sprinkled in with this whole asteroid belt we're passing through or this uh this debris earth is passing through and it's crazy how often it's coming up right now in our topics yeah no it is it's like constant asteroid i like hey asteroids 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 i thought this was going to be like a month or two long event but it's happening it's been happening since january or no, when did we oh, start dude, recording? It's constantly, it's constantly happening. Like remember that remember that whole asteroid thing? There it's constantly happening. We're constantly getting bombarded, but thankfully the atmosphere does, you know, destroys most of them. And as we just learned, even though things are near Earth, fucking don't we consider the moon near Earth? Well, true that, but and now we know that's 30 Earths away. That's fucking far, but again, space is big. And so that blew guess, my mind. Yeah. That's crazy to me. 30 Earths? I don't I when I first read that, I was I was Mind blown, simply because uh, I, it's never been quantified like that. I always thought it was Me much, too. much closer than that. The, mo- the the one thing I've always heard is, is it's three days away. They're there and then three days back. That's the one thing I've always kind of clung yeah, to. Relative to speed, speed, right? Exactly. So I don't know. I think that was like the Apollo 13 like time. So, again, but we haven't really been back. I, mean, I guess we've sent satellites. Since then, so I don't know. Well, so to cap it off, that asteroid passed by Earth. At uh, 7.18 Eastern Daylight Time on September 24th. That was the, the morning that we are recording this podcast, or the day we are recording this podcast. Better than most asteroids. <laughs> so, something else that happened quite recently, as a matter of fact, is Tesla's Battery Day. Are you, have you heard about this? Are you familiar? No. It's like a... I've heard of Tesla. Yeah, well, yeah, the car company, the electric car count? company. So yeah, Elon, uh, future Bond villain Elon Musk is back at it again. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he is. And uh, on Battery Day on September 22nd, he unveiled a new battery technology that is being dubbed the Million Mile Battery. Ooh. Okay, what's, what does that really mean? Okay, so. How many, fur- how many, wait, how many Furbies going to run? Tell me that right now. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm, I'm walking. I'm gonna got, let walk. me do the math here. Uh, In our meetings, I always ask them what Furby calculations. I'm going to say two to <laughs> 6,000. Thank you. Thank you. Or one really big one. Um, oh, perfect. So, uh, first of all, 
let's, let's talk about the battery, right? It uh, Batteries are generally made up of cells. Let's go deep. Batteries are made of cells. Okay. And then you encase the cell in some sort of packaging. And that's your car battery. You know, your car battery like is tooth, made up of... Dust. Like tooth fairy dust or something. Exactly. <laughs> Magic, yeah. 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 Uh, and so that's your car battery or your Duracell battery or what have you. You know, your little double A. This new battery they developed uses new internal material, and it's called silicon anode. So it's a silicon anode cell. Silicon anode cell. And just to put that in perspective. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, I just wanted to say it. I wasn't sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's fun to say, right? It's actually not. It is kind of, yeah. It actually kind of, I think I like it. Silan. Um, silicon and, and I think the an- anode. Oh, hello. My name is Silicon Anode. I've made of a Silicon Anode particle thing. It is a snooty name. It is. Very snooty. So just to put all that in perspective, your average AA battery is alkaline. So that's what- I've heard of that term. Right? So that's that battery. Your RC cars and like airsoft guns work off of something like a uh, nickel cadmium or a uh, lithium ion battery. Mm -hmm. Other electric cars- are a lithium nickel magnesium battery. I think there's aluminum in there too. The standard Tesla car battery uses cobalt, which makes it a little cobalt. more expensive than the average battery, which makes Tesla's a little more, uh, you know, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Better in the market. Sturdy? Yeah. I mean, longevity, charge. Last year? Yeah. What? Last year? Evil. <laughs> I said flashy, not lashy. Yeah, they have great eyelashes, those batteries. Hey, you said it. Uh, Are they have ones made of gold? Like, should we just get some gold batteries and be done with it? Gold's always good. Sure. <laughs> I mean, fuck. You're the one You're talking the battery about battery expert, bro. You just, <laughs> I thought you knew. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure if it was that good, they would know. <laughs> you know what exactly, I'm saying? Right. That cost efficient. Okay, anyway. Okay, so basically all that crap, all that crap being said, this new type of battery, this new uh, internal cell is now being repackaged into something more efficient and economical as far as the battery packaging goes. And okay. that right there is going to cut costs dramatically. So not only have they created a new cell that can hold a longer charge, a bigger charge, essentially, uh, and still be fast charged and all the benefits of their usual batteries. Um, but they found a way to make the casing cheaper. So Okay. It's a big win. The, uh, yeah, the tooth fairy dust is the casing <laughs> that makes it, it makes it cheaper than normal dust, than, than the normal stuff. Okay, I follow. Uh, yeah, and so it basically makes a, a better battery. And he's going to unveil this soon, or he already did. He, he already did, did on Battery Day. Yeah, he did unveil it on Battery Day. It was essentially like a conference or uh, an unveiling or one of those tech. Is gimmick. it like a car battery, or is it like a type of double A? Like we're going to start getting these double A batteries that are going to run Furbies like forever. No, this is a uh, car battery. This will be used for the future of Tesla vehicles. Specifically, it might lead to the cost effective tesla vehicle oh okay <laughs> the relative term <laughs> right because most of them are costly right now because they use 
materials such as cobalt because it gives a better performance. And uh, so their goal has always been to mass market Teslas for the average person. First of all, my Tesla is going to have a gold battery or nothing. That's the only way I'm going to buy a Tesla. I want gold in there. I, you could spray paint it. How about on the outside? As long as it's not a fake gold spray paint. Oh, okay. Is there such thing as is there such thing as real gold spray paint? Uh, uh, fuck if I know, man. <laughs> you can gold You're the artist. The thing. You're the artist. You're supposed to know all these. Tell you what, when you, you buy your Tesla, we can gold leaf your battery. I'm fine with that. Okay. Cheers okay. to that. I'm fine that. with that. <laughs> Cheers to that is right. Did you watch the WandaVision trailer? Uh oh yeah the new one right they came out with the new one yeah 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 I did watch yeah, that this week yeah yeah well what'd y'all think of that actually because I was kind of intrigued by the idea because first of all this is like one of the first times I can think of where this big movie franchise the Marvel franchise is like having this TV show that they're fully putting all their money and time and plotting into I'm sure you have things to say on that like oh the Sh- the Agents of Shield show but no one cares about that show <laughs> and so, so get out of my mind. I would say so. This show is like actually I'm excited for because I'm as a moviegoer I care about those those characters because I mean you think about it, Agents of Shield is just they created a bunch of TV characters versus this is like movie characters that have jumped jumped the shark per se into the TV world. Let's let's start at the beginning just in case anyone's unfamiliar with what we're talking about. We're talking about WandaVision, yes. uh, Marvel property that is premiering on Disney Plus as a series. And it's the first TV series spun off from the Marvel movies. At officially spun off. There's been some, like Max was saying with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there's some shady history there as far as that's concerned. But mm-hmm. And Daredevil and Luke Cage and uh, I guess because was sick too, but those are all like I don't know, like they all felt like TV shows, but this almost feels like a movie continuation. But again, that maybe that's just me thinking that. But all those other movies, I mean, all those other TV shows were just like, oh, there's a little low budget TV show. It almost feels like this movie is so good, we're making it a TV show. Well, I hope you watched it, Mystery, right? And you are, uh, are you familiar with the Marvel universe and all their characters? And are you are you invested at all? I mean, not really invested. I mean, I know, I know what there is to be known just on the surface, but anything deeper than that, like I had no idea what the fuck I was watching there on that trailer. <laughs> I was saying, like, what do you um, think's happening? Cool, but I mean, it looks it looks kind of weird. I mean, I like the fact that it's something original instead of just another spinoff or another remake or you know. Yes. But uh, yeah, it looks interesting. <laughs> just I was like, what would you think is happening? Because you know nothing about it, so I almost want to hear like, what, would you, what do you think is happening? <laughs> fucking idea and it reminds me of like the the dc the dc movie that just came out of the superhero um shit shazam, like a, shazam yeah, yeah. Oh. kind of remind me give me that vibe a little bit but shazam was actually okay. pretty good a yeah. little fun in there too for sure yeah, yeah. yeah. well that's interesting because yeah. i mean max you and i are pretty vested in this universe I mean, we've seen every episode, every episode. I always do that. Every movie, I should say. They're almost like episodes. They are. If you think about it, like, you know, they're just really big, intense ones. So this almost is a perfect continuation for Marvel. Because, again, no one cares about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., as we've all said. They even Marvel <laughs> themselves. Very embarrassed by it. Um, <laughs> that, was the, that was the one I'm fucking never... thing they should have done in Endgame, <laughs> is bring Clark Gregg back as Agent Coulson. 
AJ Colson just he like was, jumps in through. He's the fucking heart of the first Avengers movie. Like, and then they kill him and it unites everybody and blah, blah, blah. And then they just, <laughs> they just swept that shit under the rug. You're the only one who cares about that guy. I'm still like, carrying a torch, else, buddy. Everyone like could care less and you love him. <laughs> like, And I guess Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. is all about him. So you love him, but no one else cares. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's good though. Did it get good? Because I heard the fucking Ghost Riders in Agents of Shield though. It did. I was get watching because of that. It did get good, and then it fell off, and I just kind of tuned out once they went to space and time traveled and shit. And I was like, all right, I'm out. But well, dur- spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Wandavision. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Um, dude, that looks like a. Have you ever seen the show Bewitched? The old yes. show. It's almost like I Dream of Genie type of thing, where she's a witch and it's black and white and. It looked cutesy just like that. It totally was even shot similar, I thought. Well, she has like weird powers. You know, that's intentional, right? I'd assume. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was. Well, because. Well, why, why, why are you saying that? Well, the whole motif of uh, the trailer was like clicking through channels and clearly like TV screens and stuff like that and static and you know, just they're relying on a lot of those visual elements. And beyond and that. TV tropes. Yeah. Were the scenes of her in like. Roseanne's house, I Love Lucy stuff, Bewitched. They really leaned hard into that. She was in, I didn't, wow, I'm ignorant as fuck. She was in Roseanne's house? I didn't really I catch so. that. I just thought they were, shut up. Yeah, I what? think. Yeah, they, I'm like, I'm fast forward. I just thought she was like in the 70s all of a sudden or in the 80s. No, because I think ultimately what they're trying to do here is she comes <laughs> from like. She's not in Roseanne's house. I, I think don't, so. Okay, sorry. All right, shut up. What? So her yeah. character. Her character in the comics is like psychologically, I don't want to say unstable or damaged, but she's not quite whole. You know, she's been through some shit and it's just kind of tweaked her a bit socially or mentally. And um, it's kind of fun to see that carry over into the movies because she is a powerhouse as far as a character. She can bend realities. Oh, yeah. And so I think the motif here is that she... After losing Vision, her husband or her significant other, spoiler, yeah, right in in game, spoiler or Infinity War, um, she wants to recreate him, and she uses her powers for it, and upsets the balance of the universe, and blah blah blah. I think it's a a great idea. Yeah, the comments were pretty much leading me down that same idea where people were like, "Yeah, because of her reality warping powers, creating this world," and then. It shows all these other, pretty much every other character that wasn't Wanda and Vision. This, there was a great theory where they're they're like, this is some government agency, literally trying to wake her up from this reality or stop her or like get this over with. So that's like all these people jumping in. I think they jumped because didn't you see the scene where like some lady like flew out of like some energy field almost? I I'm think almost so. thinking that's that's like probably the bubble of her reality warping area. So if you go in there, you almost become part of the world. That you're in. So that's why that that one lady was like, oh, aren't you dead or something? She almost like told her truth for a little bit. She's really like an agent. She's like really an agent in there trying to stop all this from happening or something. That's interesting because that's fun. I I like the idea of exploring her make-believe world and this and that. But from a story standpoint, it has no consequence. So ultimately, it's kind of unfulfilling for me. I see what you're saying, like, because, I mean, unless he just, maybe he can't come back to life, but you're just saying, like, at the end of the day, she's just going to be like, oh, well, that's all over. 
Well, yeah, because, I mean, anytime you watch, like, uh, a Star Trek episode where uh, it takes place in an alternate universe or a different mm-hmm. timeline, you can watch all your favorite characters die all day. It doesn't mean shit. So, ultimately, it's just kind of like a fun little adventure with no That's stakes. True. Yeah, this character's already – one of the char- main characters is dead in the in the movies and stuff, and he's just here. Yeah. So, already, it's like death and life don't mean nothing. Huh, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. So. Well, so – it, what redeems it is the idea that we get to see what's happening on the world outside her bubble, if your theory is true. Mm-hmm. And that gives it stakes Ooh. and grounds it and, you know, like what what's actually happening outside this bubble while you're in she your fairyland yeah. inside. I say she probably took over some town. She probably went to some town and then just naturally her powers started growing. Like, because in those movies, she does, she never warps reality. She just has red, like telekinesis power pretty much. Right, right. But yeah, this is more true to her character. And then, I mean, eventually, um, in the comics, she does the whole House of M thing where she wishes half of the world in a certain way, like, oh, no mutants or all yeah, mutants. Yeah, she gets rid of whatever. most of them. Yeah. I, th- I think she gets rid of most of the mutants, and then like only a handful are still around. And I think she does it both ways at one point. Oh, I see. I remember she make she gives she makes her dad Emperor Magneto and uh uh-huh. and then uh Wishes him away, blah blah blah, but blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know, I could go, I could go super deep on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we've scoobied this long enough here. I know, probably did, probably did, dude. You know about your other favorite superhero, Tom Cruise? <laughs> yeah. You know he's back in the news. <laughs> he is my favorite superhero. This? Yeah, I know. We all know that. Um, well, we actually kind of touched on it in some last, uh, some one of the other episodes we've done where. NASA came out and was like, oh, we're going to love when Tom Cruise goes, like, they like, invited him to the, to the ISS to right. basically do a movie. Well, it's official now. He's going. He's going to the International Space Station to make a movie. So, I mean, what, what, okay, what else do we know? <laughs> it's going down, baby. It's going down October 2021. October 2021. It's going to be launched. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, dude. That's actually not that far away. It's not. So October 2021 is when he travels to outer space to film a new movie. He's uh, 58 years old, and he's going to be joined by the Edge of Tomorrow Born Identity director, Doug Lyman. Oh, wow. And it's all, and it's all part of the El- of Elon Musk's Axiom SpaceX Crew Dragon capsule. So basically, <laughs> that capsule is something that Elon's been trying to build. So it's like going to be one of the first capsules. I think it's like the first commercially built one that's actually going to be able to dock with the international space station i remember seeing that one of the videos i was watching and so it's a big deal that this is actually happening and this is a big deal for like space tourism and now the ability of like in theory spending if you have enough money boom you get a ticket to space and so cruise is going to be the like one of the first ones with the director and they said that the once one seat still needs to be filled so hey if we got enough money Uh let's get a kickstarter going we'll see what's really crazy to me is um uh the movie doesn't yet have a title or plot Oh, oh, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, isn't that a bit premature to launch a man to space to build a space movie, which I think would take – it's going to be a shitty like – There's almost like it's going to be Reservoir Dogs in space. It's going to be some like weird, very, very intimate. No one can leave the capsule and do anything. There's no I'm, way. I'm lying because I'm like, that's what, dude, that's what it says. I don't, another part of the article says Lyman is in the process of writing the film script. And the budget's estimated to be around two hundred million. I don't believe that in a fucking heartbeat, because I think <laughs> I he, totally do. No fucking way. They they <laughs> had to go to a producer 
with an idea. Oh, wait, hold on. Skinny Pete's also going to be there. The third seat. <laughs> he's <done enough>. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, right. He's so high. He's already up there. Exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> no, there's no fucking way you walk up to some uh, Hollywood bigwig and be like, hey, Tom Cruise wants to go to space and uh, let's film it and make a movie out of it without anything, without any story. Yeah, you do. No. Well, they they said they pitched they pitched the movie in a excited Zoom meeting. Oh my so god! Maybe they maybe they said something, <laughs> but I mean, you know, Zoom is very exciting when you're online. Like, hey, but I mean, it's it's fucking Tom Cruise, man. He's just what are you? <laughs> you know, what's really funny is he's gonna do all, all his own stunts out there. So they're like, okay, you know, bash this screen in, so like the all the air sucks out of the capsule. I'm gonna hold on. <laughs> And, and just grab a piece of cardboard, just put it over the hole. All right, let's do this. Three, two. Oh yeah, wait. What's this movie about again? We're not sure. We're just filming the scene. We'll we'll get we'll just edit that in the plot of the movie. See, I guess I'm super super disappointed because this is like this is a vehicle by which Tom Cruise again can revitalize a uh, a, a, a I don't want to say military branch, but fucking NASA. Revitalize agency, science yeah. agency. agency, yeah, exactly via film, much like he did with the Navy and Top Gun. Like that was the the studio collaborated with the Navy to gain Wait, access to the Navy or Air Force. I thought Top Gun was because they're in planes. Is it on the Navy? Is it? It was Navy for sure. Top, it is. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen. I I saw like once a long time ago. I, I don't get why I went so into it. Mister E has a poster, right? You have a poster in your room. Sure do. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that movie that good i remember like i think i thought i saw it, like a million years ago like when i was like 12 and like all right it's a solid I, movie i couldn't tell you shit about it i just know val kilmer's in it and yes. it's, Tom Cruise. it's great well actually i liked what uh, the one of the head nasa guys says i think he's like the director i should have probably get that information but sorry guy um but uh he, here's what he said on a tweet he goes uh about Tom Cruise being in the movie. He goes, we need popular media to inspire a new generation of engineers and scientists to make NASA's ambitions, plans a reality. So I thought that was kind of, like you said, it's it, almost like a way to, to it, inspire people. But at this point, yeah, there's not a good, you and I were so into like the creative side of things and script writing yes. and just like wanting to have a solid story. And the idea of like, just kind of like, especially this insane of a thing, like wouldn't it be insane already for like, hey, next year, and someone came to us and said, hey, uh, I, I want a movie in Italy next year with Tom Cruise. Give me a, you know, do a script and all that shit and you have a year. That still would be a huge task. Yes. Now it's now it's happening in space where a lot of things could actually go wrong. So which makes me think it's going to be such a lame movie because <laughs> what are they going to do? Like have CGI Tom Cruise like like the like the space station blows up and it shows how dangerous it is like they're not going to do that either like no. aliens coming in like shooting everyone and like we're drinking our piss up here and like all sorts of weird it's going to be all like PG I, and like look how it's going to be like a disney shit like i'm on the space station walking all i don't know what do you think as far as i don't I'm know. kind of annoyed but i i don't know what it's going to be uh, like is tom cruise going to play maverick in space you know, is it like, oh, Maverick finally, uh, he leveled he up. the best pilot. Yeah, now he's going to space. Oh, that'd be, oh you mean actually Maverick? Yes. Uh, I don't remember the character's name, but I know Maverick. his call sign. Dude. Actually, because the new movie's coming out, you know. Right? So this would be Top Gun what 3? If ends, what if it ends with him it's, getting like a... Dude, actually, that's not the worst <laughs> idea. Like, uh, 
What if it ends in like the second one? Like it's like you were just the best fucking pilot Earth ever made. <laughs> like yeah, I know, I know. Tom Cruise. Then yeah, I'm I'm a good pilot. That's my Tom Cruise impression. And so um, all right, I'm just gonna go be more Maverick. He's like, well, wait, I have an opportunity for you, son. I don't want it. I've, I've already uh, championed the skies of the champion. <laughs> how, about, how about space? And then he goes, what? And that's the that's like the after credit scene. And then he goes, boom. Maverick in space. I can see it. I mean, I'm calling it now. Every franchise needs to go to space at least once. At least once. To be considered a good franchise, for sure. No, I like you said, I, I'm just... Uh, again, I could rail on this shit because the the lack of thought put into it. Last week, I was talking about Mario Brothers and how they filmed half the movie, fired the creative team, and then rehired another one to cobble together a, a new movie using the old footage. And, and it was garbage. It was fucking garbage. And Well, you were saying they've been working on that movie for three years. No, no, no. I, I was saying the original Super Mario oh, Brothers Oh, I'm movie. sorry. The one with actually like Bob Oh, okay. Correct. I thought about the animated one. Because... I thought that was a good point too. Like a literally an animated movie where they're drawing things is taking three years, and they said there's going to be two years more. So <laughs> this is with real people in actual space. We're fucking anything could go wrong, and you need a lot of plans. And they're just like, yeah, send them up there. Well, I guess they could do it. In a, I mean, how long does it take to write a, a script? I don't know. I mean, it's the guy. Fucking... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the I longer bet. the better. I bet you're not going to see this thing for at least another two years after the fact, after he gets down. If he makes it. Because then he's going to have to shoot some stuff be in between. Be and fine. You know what's funny? If they use CGI at all to put him inside the space station, I'm going to be disappointed. Of course. Because, like, what's the whole point of... Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, is there, is there going to be some creative licensing here? It's like... Wait, go into the data storage module and grab this, and it's going to have some weird part that doesn't even exist in the ISS or something crazy. The Oh, it's like Air Force One in the uh, escape pod. Air Force yeah, One doesn't sure have an escape pod. <laughs> yeah, some amazing escape pod like that. Exactly. It's going to it's gonna show like some day-to-day shit for the... I don't know. I mean, I guess it's going to... We've already seen weightlessness in, in, like, in movies, too. So is this going to be some big deal? Like, this weightlessness is real. Look, I'm floating. It's like we know we've seen that already. So what? What? It's gonna be some romantic comedy up there. <laughs> I would I'm love done. that. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna shoot up. They can do. Oh, it's gonna be Meg Ryan after him. They're gonna shoot up Meg saying, Ryan. No, I think he should fall. He's falling in love with the person on the ground. I think. Oh, okay. Then That's Jodie Foster because she's got a better yes, speaking exactly. voice. Exactly. Jodie Foster on the voice down there. It's like, and then something maybe like some little. Thing goes wrong it's like oh man i'm not sure i'm gonna make it back for curse for oh no it's a thanksgiving theme too where it's like it's all about trying to get home for thanksgiving <laughs> and like and if he gets there he's gonna like meet her fall in love and get to his dinner and it's like oh no sorry sorry maverick i, I think i think uh the, the new solar winds are gonna affect i'm not sure if you're gonna make it for thanksgiving i'm gonna make it for thanksgiving and he's gonna somehow like <laughs> do some some maverick shit and just kind of like get oh in God. the position. It's like this is dangerous. You shouldn't do it. And then he and and he'll get and then he'll he'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's then, called then, launching to Thanksgiving. He makes it. <laughs> you know, theater, two thousand twenty-three. <laughs> it's 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 called Two Brothers. It's called two brothers. <laughs> 
So I saw something today I think that you guys would think is neat as well as a lot of our listeners. I've recently kind of become like a sneakerhead, which is someone who has like a high interest in like buying and reselling sneakers. And so I follow a lot of sneaker websites and stuff. And I saw this one. Now, unfortunately, by the time our listeners hear this, the shoe will have already dropped. It drops tomorrow at 7 a.m. EST or 10 a.m. EST. And this is, is, if you guys will check your group chat, this is a Boba Fett Adidas high top. Ooh. I have to say it's pretty badass. pictures. That is cool looking. Yeah, I'll give it. Yeah. I love the pouch on the side. It's so cool. <laughs> so, so for those who can't see it, how would you describe this? I guess it would be like a high top sneaker, and it it's has like the Mandalorian armor. I mean, uh, has like the the camouflage pastel green and black colors, uh, white laces. It has like the the infamous Boba Fett pouch on the side. This which pouch is the biggest thing I'm seeing. It's like, <laughs> is that is that exist anything else in any shoe like a pouch on the side? I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure it's removable because I'm sure not everyone is going to dig that. No, remember, but, uh, remember skater shoes back in the day and the tongue? You they used to have a zipper and you could hide weed and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, I sure. didn't know that. No, oh, I yeah. wasn't a skater. Yeah, okay, they sick. With, yeah, they come with the bounty hunter logo. I don't know what what the name is for that logo, but I mean, yeah, this is a pretty awesome shoe, and this is a shoe the Mandalorian. That you could resell easily. Oh, is that the Mandalorian? That's the logo for the Mandalorian for like. Oh, uh, cool, cool. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, the Mandalorian logo or whatever. Isn't that just his logo? Is that Boba's logo? I mean, I Wait, do. hold on. Let me see the picture again. I thought that was the standard. I think it's the, what. Do, what do I know about Star Wars? Right? No, that's like the standard one. They have that on flags and shit. Oh, okay. no, his logo is the horn thing, the horn beast thing. Which that has horns, but Got no, it's it. not that. Now you're making you make me question myself. I know that's the Mando. That's the Mandalorian. Because yeah, there's like two different there's two different symbols on here. There's one on the inside, and then there's one on the back. Oh yeah, what's the inside one? Inside one. Yeah, I'm it's, it's like a one. it looks like a leaf going through a, just a, a white circle. I wonder if that's a, the collaboration know? icon or something. That oh, I don't know. That on the could other be. side, I don't know. Right on. I have no clue on that. Yeah, one. but that's that. Dude, I thought that yeah, was really like, how much are those? Yeah. I can't tell. Oh, 110. Yeah, that's not Tomorrow, bad. That's, that's not bad. Fit, that's Are these going to sell out or something? You said you're a reseller too. Basically, if it's not a shoe I have interest in, I try to buy it just to resell it because the 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 market on shoes is absolutely asinine. It's crazy the amount yes. of people, the amount of money people will pay. I sold two two pairs of sneakers last weekend for five hundred and twenty dollars together. So, oh wow! I mean, yeah. did you just buy them and sit on them or what? You can. It depends on how limited the the release is going to be. So if it's like a super high, like super hyped release, people will hold it for a little while. Um, because what happens is most of the time is as soon as the drop happens, people will begin panic selling, and then that's when the price, the market price, will go down for a little bit. But usually, if you stick it out on something that's a hype item, it will rise again over time. They say about six months. That makes but sense. I try to do it as fast as possible. <laughs> This is like your new Yu-Gi-Oh. Like when you're into Yu-Gi-Oh, you have the same skills. You're always like, "Oh, oh yeah. don't you know about the Herp Dragon? Oh, dude, hold well, that! In like a month, that's it. gonna be the. <laughs> and then you'd sell yeah, shit for amazing. You got that excitement out of like pulling that crazy card. But shoes uh-huh. are the same way because they're so limited, and people use bots and automated programs and tasks and shit to buy everything. That when you do hit a pair, you feel like you just hit fucking Cosmo Dark Destroyer in your pack. You know exactly. Like yes, <laughs> Charizard, motherfucker. <laughs> That's awesome. 
All right, I have something I want to share with actually both of you, as a matter of fact. So, uh, the world's ending. Well, I mean, oh, I have that story. Where is that one? Do you want me to get oh, that God, one out? Okay, sorry. No, 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 no. What is that? Actually, that was our asteroid story. Damn it. No, uh, this story is about the CIA, actually. Okay. And the CIA is doing some really fun stuff with their Twitter account right now. With their Twitter? Because, dude, they, they do a lot of fun stuff. So, on September 8th, they released a puzzle on Twitter with a caption that read, Put your observation skills to the test. Can you spot the 10 differences in the photo below? So they had two oh, different really? they had two different photos or, you know, similar really? enough to where you could spot the difference. And so what okay. I've done is I have emailed both of you the image. So please open them up. Now try not to examine them because you have one minute. And the person who spots okay, the most, eyes. yeah. Look. Okay, yeah. So the I, person, I'm already on a new tab. nice. So you're gonna you're gonna go back to it when I say go, and okay. I'm gonna time you, and call them out as you see them because I'll mark them down. I, I, we're on the honor system here, so whatever you see. Oh, is in it the call image, them out? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Just describe it to me, and um, I'll mark it down, and the winner's the I, winner. All right. Damn it. Hang on, let me get my timer okay. ready. Hey, audience. It's Sean from the future here. What Max doesn't know is that I have given Mr. E the real test. But what I've given to Max is just the same image duplicated. Enjoy. I always suck at these. I used to do these in the... Wait, wait I used to read the highlights book, bro. I could do this. Okay. So are you ready? Are you both ready to ready? click over? Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one... Go. The flowers are a different color on the right-hand side. The black BMW in the front is uh, missing the front emblem on the hood. Oh, God. I don't like that. Flag's missing on the white building. Flag's missing on the white building. That guy in the green shirt's missing. The lady wearing the white, the, the yellow cape or the yellow jacket, I think that's the same one Mike or Max is talking about. Mike. Uh, uh, the parking sign has an uh, R instead of a P. Uh-huh. Uh, this is actually harder with him doing it. Actually, I, I think I should, I'm going to take. I'm There's take like a red there. thing next um, to the rightmost street, um, street pole that's not there. A red box looking thing. Uh, I'm going to say these are the same. Okay, these okay. are the same pictures. The, th- the, the, pictures the first out. light on the right is out. <laughs> one of them's not out on the other one. Okay, those are the lamps on the right. Um, Total trick. <laughs> I've decided. Oh, the the fencing on the leftmost tunnel thingy is not there. The That's rail. it. That's all ten. <clears throat> Mr. Oh. E wins. Easy. Well, that was wait. Do I get to join? Are you serious? <laughs> there are differences. All right. So Max, you did spot the trick early. Yours are the exact same image, just duplicated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow, because I was starting to try to do stuff, and I was like, uh, "Actually, everything's." I even was like lining everything up, like everything's lined up. Every, you fucker, that's hilarious. <laughs> actually, that's hilarious. I'm glad you did that, but like, I actually, when you said he was right, I I really started to like get like, really? He's right? I'm that wrong? But like, he even said the right was the right lights were lit up, and I'm like, they're not. <laughs> And then I was even oh man, that's the power of just suggesting you're wrong. Yeah, I was sitting there like, I just. Like, if you just kept going, like, can I just not see the light? 
There so, are four lights. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I did give Mr. E the real image. But if you want to see the real image, it's easy enough to find. You just got to Google that thing and you know, do it on your own time. <laughs> well, now I'm going to fucking CIA tweet thing. <laughs> Dude, he was calling it out left and right. I'm just sitting there like, whoa. I even said the black guy and I didn't even mean it. Like, well, because like I, I first didn't see him. And I was like, oh, there he is later. I'm like, fuck. And then he said like, oh, yeah, the black guy. I'm like, what? The black guy? Or like, or the. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, you got half I of it. I never brought race into it, just for the record. <laughs> what? I never brought race into it, just for the record. Oh my god! Okay, that doesn't matter about his race. I was picking out the dude. He was wearing a green shirt next to the blonde lady, the Caucasian lady. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> that there was a black man I was looking at in this shot. I was comparing oh him, and god. I I deemed him okay. No, was he front over behind the China man? No, because he because I no I even like because I at first I was like at the top when I saw him, the bottom when I didn't. And then I and then I looked again. And he was there, so I put my pen, and he lined up perfectly. I'm like, oh, he was there. I just didn't, at a glance, I didn't see him. So I I changed my mind there too. And then I, that's why I started using the pen to compare everything, and everything was lining up. I'm like, this is not right. Like things aren't missing. And and the you said P and R too. And I'm like, it's an R and R. I'm like, that's. I thought you were fucking with, or I thought you were just saying things at one point. Uh, like Mister, you're like, I'm just gonna say things and just. Okay. Anyway, you got me. That was um, awesome. You know what's funny? I, tell you. I yeah. thought I thought of that gag when I was researching uh, this story. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's that'd be kind of funny. Then I had to like I had to turn to Broomhilda and I was like, is this funny? <laughs> like, is this is this funny? I don't know. God damn, today's climate. it was no, it was like, but I'm just glad I I'm actually glad I at least said something and didn't pull some like <laughs> I can't wait to read this because I still was like I. I, I um, <laughs> like I, you just hear me just like freaking out because I can't see anything, and he's just like, like when it was over, and I look down, and Max is like an inch away from the screen. My goodness, really trying to spot those differences. You'd really have to really, scrutinize uh, the same freaking image. Like you're looking oh, at pixels at that point. I thought I was pretty smart with the pen. Like I had it right there. I'm like, huh? this is gonna help me. Like, like that was halfway through my time uh, even because I was just everything. I couldn't even tell. Was like, is everything off? All right, oh, so man. The so, so that yeah. what you guys just participated in, well, half of you is uh, the CIA puzzle on Twitter, and what they've done recently is they've been releasing more puzzles on Twitter, and they're like, if you can solve these easily, faster than your friends, you know, apply for the CIA. You're a CIA person. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, there was one that they released that was like a. Uh, these are all I notice um, shitty quality. They're not, they're not high resolution. They're very low resolution and blurry and kind of pixelated. Well, I think that's a reason because you're seeing like if you're, you're going to be watching shitty footage of people or something, they almost want to catch those guys who have that good of an eye, not just only 1080p or 4K videos. Then I'll notice that his lapel was slightly different, but Smart. Maybe, you know, you need to recognize things at a glance. Only if I had a real opportunity to, to, to do this test, <laughs> we would know the real results. This was a falsified test. If it makes you I feel not better, I discounted toward my loss. I lose a lot of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I want this to be put in the maybe pile. All right. This was, you, Someone says he's lost ten times oh out God. of like whatever twelve. <laughs> this doesn't count. <laughs> you were set this. up to fail. Absolutely, I agree to that. Okay, I set you in up. Fact, actually, I won. If you think about it, because I said it was the same photo. 
You did. You spotted anyway. it early. A minute was a bit hey. too long for you. I should have gone 30 seconds. Anyways, Oof. there's one where you can um, you can look at a photo of um, a, like a city by a river kind of thing. Like you're zoomed in on a couple buildings. And based on the shadows and whatnot, you need to tell what time it is. I would fail that one instantly. Right? So that was one. And then there was another one that was like decipher the code and a bunch of numbers up on a grid and then they give you a couple of the numbers as far as letters and you got to decipher it. All I'm saying is, uh, hit that. What? Do you have any like word search ones? I'm good at word search. <laughs> do you subscribe to Twitter? What do you do on Twitter? Do you like the Twitter account? Do you subscribe or do you, do you follow them? Follow. Same that's shit. it. All right. Uh, just you tweet, you tweet them back with tweets. But the way you think? get exposure on Twitter is by people retweeting your posts. So it'd be like if someone were to take one of our BTMT Instagram posts and like share it on their page under their name where they have more exposure, then that's how you build rapport with people and retweet their retweets. And, you know, it's all that stupid shit. Gotcha. <laughs> <Live>. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe the CIA Instagram or the FBI Instagram will be up to some good shit. They're like they're recruiting. I want to, yeah, I want to see these puzzles though. I like the, I'm going to, I'm going to look up that, that real one. I already have it in an alt tab. I'm going to look up, <laughs> look it up later. I just have the CIA tweet and then, then I just, I'll look later into it. But, um, I want to tell you a story about Vietnam. I, I, once I read this, I thought it was totally up our alley. Really? So please. Yeah, totally. This is very scientific. So, um, police <laughs> in Vietnam, they seized, um, 345,000 used condoms. That were cleaned uh, and sold as new. Uh, sold where? In Vietnam. Oh, okay. I'm less bothered oh. by it. <laughs> <laughs> I like you didn't care as much. <laughs> Who's the racist now? Who's the, not a bad yeah, You. You are. Oh, it's happening in Vietnam, so it's no big deal. There it is. There we go. It's it still is. fucking disgusting. What if I'm racist? Because I, I said. I, I never word. said you were racist. I'm not even, you Mr. all say it. I'm not. I'm totally not. I watch Star Trek, dude. I'm totally not. Oh my Jesus god. Christ. Hate it. Um, so anyway, <laughs> in Vietnam, they found these used condoms, and they're like I said, they were being cleaned and sold as new. And so they found dozens of large bags containing the used condoms in this warehouse, and it was 794 pounds of them. Oh fuck. Of used condoms in Vietnam. Fucking ugh. Well, so, um, okay. So, tell me about the washing. How thoroughly did they wash these things? You know, a little Windex here and there, and then you're good to go. Um, actually, they do. They do go into it. So, the woman detained there at the warehouse, uh, she told police that the condoms were first boiled in water, then dried, and reshaped on a wood on a wood phallus oh, no. before being repackaged, be, repackaged and sold. Oh God! Why? Uh, yeah. Nope, that's not enough for yeah, me. Yeah. So. You're just yeah, boiling dude, other yeah. people's jizz and just oh, oh that's yeah. disgusting. Oh yeah, that's fucking gross. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, no. Like I said, this whole story is awful. <laughs> no, it's really bad. <laughs> so <laughs> this is this is actually worse than most things, right? Well, because you know what's funny? It's it's the story's small. I said I only have like two more sentences, but they're all just so in, they're all just like vision-inducing. Where you just sit there like, how does this work? <laughs> like, how does this? How does this? In-? Anyway, uh, so the owner of the warehouse. <laughs> Said they had received a monthly input of used condoms from an unknown person. Whorehouse. I'm assuming a whorehouse. Exactly. Oh my god. 
Fucking. That's the first time we ever said the same thing at the same time as Whorehouse. Whorehouse. So exactly, Vietnam. I guess Vietnam's full of whorehouses, as we all know. <laughs> like, um, like, well, but so I guess there's that many condoms being packaged in. And so the oh, also that lady that we talked about earlier who uh, talked about the washing, she said um, she received 17 cents for every kilogram of recycled condoms she produced. So she was a lady. This so this is this lady. First of all, does not give a fuck. Obviously. Because she's boiling used condoms and like, I mean, where's all that water going? Where's the jizz water going? Like the whole thing is weird. But um, so she got 17 cents for every kilogram. So remember I said there was 794 pounds there. <laughs> yes. That's 360 kilograms. Okay. I, actually, I should have, I should time that by 17 cents. I'll just do that live on the air. But I said, this was like a big haul for her. But like at the same time, it's like fucking, they said this was a monthly thing. That's I'm still, I mean, like you said, vision induced. Yeah. That is so fucking gross. And yeah, I mean, you can't, I'm sure they have some sort of standards there. That's $61 only. This is a 61, she's $61.20. I mean, I know that's probably a lot or not over there. I mean, she's probably down on her luck if she's doing, yeah. Dude, but that means, but do you think about all the, the racket too? Because don't people just throw that shit away? So there's some weird racket where like some whorehouse is like, no, it's absolutely, we'll away. it's absolutely like a cartel of whorehouses. And then I yeah. bet they're just giving them back out again. You know, they don't just, you know what? They it don't probably resell is them. the whorehouses like they're buying them. Yeah. They don't they're sell probably, them to the they're public. They're probably like, yeah, they like you, like use them. We'll send them to you. You do your yeah. thing. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. I know. It's so fucking fucky. That's the whole story, man. Like, so that's it. But it's just like, I, I read this and I was traumatized. And okay. I don't want to traumatize you guys. Now, from a scientific perspective, I wonder if the boiling water is enough to kill all the bacteria, germs, viruses, sperm, all of that stuff. That'd be my only question. I, because then. Go away? What do you mean, go like, away? Well, you boil it all, but like, it boils, like, you're almost boiling it. Yeah, where does it go magically? It doesn't like go if it's all in there and then you boil it in this water. That water becomes a jizz factory of yeah, something. It's a, soup. Even it's a jizzy soup. Yeah, I guess. But... So even if you take stuff out of it, don't you need to like almost hose it off again? Like or something like that doesn't seem still clean enough. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely agree. And I'm disgusted, but I'm also <laughs> curious if there's any viability here. There should be some bleach in there. See, and I also wonder what the boiling water does to the silicone or whatever they're making their condoms out of over there. Maybe it's like sheepskin. Like the bottom would be like fucking. I don't know. I imagine like tadpoles. I I can't see jizz like that, but I just imagine these tadpoles down there. I think I think you have a big pot boiling condoms, and then every now and then, well, everything every now and then you got a giant wooden spoon that you just kind of you scrape the top because I imagine it gets Mm. frothy. So you just scrape the top off all that goop, and then you dump it in another barrel. And then when you're ready for the condoms, you got the you just put in a big net and just haul them out. Don't ever have the the uh, the sperm whale soup in (sighs) Vietnam because it's actually this water. Great. So how am I going to follow that up? Okay, you know I have a I have a disgusting story here for you. Fuck. Perfect. (laughs) Top that one. Uh, so sewage workers were called to deal with a clogged, dirty drainage pipe in Mexico City. Okay. Condoms. Nothing but condoms. 
I was just saying, like, not already. Who gives a shit? I mean, I know. How am I going to talk? Fuck that. God damn it. You you think poop was worse than this? Well, it ended up being a giant rat. Oh, oh, shit. Go back. Okay, let's rewind. Let's see. (laughs) A giant rat, huh? This thing is easily bigger than the average human. Shut up. This is Skinny Pete again, right? Also. Are you serious? A rat that big? Also, it's a Halloween decoration. That washed oh. down. <laughs> okay. okay. At least you, you're being misleading, <laughs> but you were at least were being truthful. Okay. I get it. I get stuff. All right. But I mean, can you imagine finding this thing? was massive. This thing was yeah. huge, uh, bigger, taller than us, bigger than us, wider. And it's just like a hunched over rat and it's got real fur. And anyways, these guys found oh it God, down there yeah. in the sewer. Covered Could you shit imagine that? Yeah. Just walking out and finding a bear. (laughs) I'd approach with fucking caution. That's for sure. As soon as I kind of identified like, oh, oh, shit. (laughs) Like, I back (laughs) up. Oh, oh, no. Some furry, shitty, big body. I'm staying away from that. Yeah. So this thing was a decoration, a Halloween decoration that was stored in a warehouse. And then in a big storm, it was uh, washed away. And this was this big storm was years ago. And just been boiling down there ever since. Yeah, next to the condoms. Fucking condoms. Jesus Christ. Thank you, dude. No, like, it, you got one of those stories I read it and I wanted to hurt you because I was hurt by reading it. So I do apologize. <laughs> yeah. I do. There's no follow up like, to that. Like, how do I I know. It's like when you show your friend, like, a horrible picture and you'll, it's like, why'd you do this? Like, because I saw it and I needed <laughs> to see it. <laughs> I that did, is why I did it. I did that to you once with that dude who, like, yeah, split his arm open and you clicked away oh, real yeah. fast. I was suckered I into it. Did, I lost yes, it. Was, for sure. It was the exact mood set. Like, I need to share this because I was forced to watch it. <laughs> I was supposed to see this. You too must. <laughs> so I want to send you guys this video for you to watch really quick. and take like a, through the power of podcasting, no one else will know. But I want you to watch this because I think this is a cool little device coming out. I know Mr. E, I think, will be really, really into it. More moments later. So yes, uh, you guys just watched the video. So that was a video to the Strikes new RXT1 training robot. It was a Kickstarter campaign, and basically, it's a robot that helps you train in boxing. So I know Mr. E's into boxing classes and stuff, and he does gloves and all that stuff. And so I wanted to kind of pick his brain about this thing because off the top of my head, this thing looked really cool. So I guess okay, let's describe it for the audience who's just listening. So I know Sean, you're always good at describing things. How would you describe this boxing training robot you just saw? It was a uh, freestanding, just uh, one pole standing up with a uh, robot. Um, had a, uh, a head, yeah, a head, four arms. It had like it, like those foam pool noodles. It kind of reminded me of sticking off of its yeah. arms, like if it was uh, sticking its arms outward. And then if you go forty five up with your arms, like a directional, they uh, was it, and they like hit you. As you were like, we're facing it. Yeah, yeah. And they it had four arms, and they're all foam, and they would come down and swing at you, and you could block it. And no, it was cool. Like it, just the way it was like training you, and like the way it, made, it forced the person to move. And like you were saying, it had four foam padded arms that swing in at they said forty miles per hour, and you install it on the wall, and you just sit there and kind of punch and box this thing, and you can either hit your gloves with it, or you sit there and dodge as it's like. 
punching your head pretty much with it's either it's shoulder pads or it's like you said arm pads and stuff and like what do you think mr e i was curious just because was that something you'd think it would be you'd use uh, ever or? i'm considering pledging right now actually <laughs> uh, oh really super fucking badass yeah the thing that stood out the most to me was that uh i've been boxing for a while but when you when you're not boxing with a teacher or like a trainer, it's really hard to learn how to freestyle on your own. So like for, for me, for instance, it's really hard for me to innovate on new combos and stuff. And I think the combo mode on this thing is really, really neat with like it's dance dance revolution input mode of like, you know, matching the combo. And what that does is actually, a, it, whether you like it or not, it opens your brain up to new possibilities of how to strike and how to combo and stuff. So that I thought really cool. Yeah, I just, I just hope in the spar mode and stuff and it says it's, it stays unpredictable i mean if you own this thing for a year i could just see exactly and outsides of it and but i mean maybe they patch in firmware and shit who knows that was my thought too is like as people learn because right now it's just whatever these guys testing it but as they release more and more of them i'm sure they will become like oh this was this this is that and then they could all go oh okay you think you're so cool then they maybe add some type of for sure more variation or something like that or Maybe there'll be like new ones that have more hands or something, but it looks really fun. It reminds me of virtual reality a bit in the sense where it's like, you're actually striking on something physical, but I don't know. It's like almost a game at the same time, you know, it's like immersing yourself into this new experience. I think is really cool. Very innovative. Yeah. That was kind of my takeaway too, in that I don't think you're, you're hitting this thing at full force. You're using it more as a timing mechanism and a, a rhythm mechanism. Which I thought True, was interesting. Yeah, I guess you're not like you're not punching the shit out of it. It's not like a box that you. It's just more about getting your gloves in well, the right position at the right time, and do, all the dodging stuff looks sick. And like tell the video me, you said, wouldn't like put your six year old cousin in there and just turn it on full blast. Totally, I want to see that thing give me like just bat the hell out of me like a cat. It's gonna fuck everyone up. Like whoever sits in it first, like da da da. It has a practice, a spar, and a combination mode, and it had three levels of intensity. And it, it even does stuff like it counts round, like your round counts, round time, and rest intervals. Like I said, forty minutes—that's forty miles per hour. Sounds kind of a lot to me, but I guess it's a foam thing. But still, like right. Jesus, the guy who uh, invented this is a uh, Brent for Ber- for and uh, he he invented it after a wrist injury caused him to seek out a lower impact alternative to sparring with another person. Very neat. So that's why he made this thing. And so assuming the funding goal is met, which we just saw actually already is, it already doubled it. I think it said 1500 was the goal. I mean, 15,000 and it's at 30,000 already. Oh yeah. Yep. So already. I mean, so it said in the article, assuming the funding goal is met, a pledge of $700 would get you one of these. So it's pricey. So maybe it is pricey, but that being said, that looks fucking sick. And you know, like you said, you can, you could be, I, I want to call it dueling, but you could like almost box at home with like a and kind of keep your skills up. It's very neat. I love it. We'll post pictures from the Instagram. Join the BTMT underscore podcast Instagram. It looks like Slender Man. Uh. Ooh, <laughs> that's a great. I love that. Like, could you imagine walking to a garage and seeing that against the wall? <laughs> I know. Ready to attack. <laughs> Dude, that would definitely be a conversation piece, number one. It's like, let me explain this. I'm not a weirdo. This is a boxing robot. <laughs> Very cool. I can teach you to love. <laughs> All right, I have a good job for you, Max. Well, no, actually, you know what? 
I think uh, this one's more suited to Mr. E, as a matter of fact. I could do it, too. Nah, I don't think you could. Well, you got, okay. Both of you have aspects that would qualify for this job. You're both alcoholics, so that works. All right. Uh, So Michelob Ultra. Yeah. (laughs) Michelob Ultra is offering a job to someone willing to visit state parks and drink beer. Oh, oh. Parks. I'm That's actually nice. leaving for a state park tomorrow to drink. Exactly. So the employee will be outfitted with a camper stocked with beer, which how could that go wrong? You're driving. Yeah. <laughs> That's full of beer. <laughs> it unlocks at a certain time, like at 11 a.m. or like p.m. It unlocks. Oh, man. Fridge of beer. Uh this employee will be paid $50,000 to explore the parks for six months. So they'll have to drive from park to park. And mm-hmm. uh, gas and expenses will also be covered. I imagine that means uh, strip clubs, bars. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, randos. Randos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Denny's. You're allowed to bring, uh, if you're chosen for this, guys, you're allowed to bring a person with you, whether it be a significant other, partner, friend, uh, dog, whatever you want. You can have two people and a dog? I, you know what? I don't know. I guess that's something you guys are going to have to haggle over if you get chosen. Yeah, yeah say, what, how about you get a dog out of the way? Like, what are they going to do? Are there cameras in this shit? Well, yeah, of I course. There's got to be. So, quote, unquote, what? the main things they're looking for, quote, unquote, uh, Main things we are looking for are a deep appreciation for nature, the willingness to hike to the perfect photo op, and the ability to capture engaging content for social media. And this a love Dr. K. for beer. Well, yeah, right? This is him. This needs to be his job. He, like a beer drinking hiker who drives around, <laughs> explores state parks. How do they get the beer in there? Six months worth of beer in there? Or you have to get resupplied all the time, right? I hope so, because, I mean, come on. Six months of beer? Yeah. I imagine you can pull off How much any, is that? Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. But I, I imagine know, yeah. they give you an expense card where you can pull off to any local grocery store where we sell Michelob Ultra. Good old-fashioned Michelob Ultra. I wonder if you get caught with, like, Budweiser in there, are you in trouble? Oh, shit, like on the cameras that they have on you the whole time? That's the whole shitty part, because you're going to have to you know, proceed to this point and hike to the top of Half Dome, which is, you know, a whole day hike, and, uh, you know, crack a beer at the top and enjoy it and take several photos and make sure you do it at this specific time so the lighting's right. It's like Survivor Man, but like Beer Man or something. Like, yes, because, you know, Survivor Man, the whole point is like, because uh, Bear Grylls, when he goes out there, he has a camper crew. But Survivor Man, if you if you see him walking up a hill, he edited out the whole portion where he walked down back down the hill to grab, grab the camera that he filmed himself <laughs> going up the hill. So he has to hike everything twice or some shit. So it's like some Survivor Man level dude by yeah. himself or with a friend, beering around. How much beer is that? Yeah, that needs to be like a almost like a what do you call it? Keg a keg situation, like a bunch oh. of kegs on there. And maybe you replace the kegs every two days or something. <laughs> a keg. I don't know. See, that's the thing. You're driving everywhere. Your partner is going to be drunk as shit, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever it is. So the other thing I thought of, the other thing was um, 
when they were like the ability to capture engaging content for social media, I immediately thought of you, Max, and I was like, this would be nothing but memes. There would be no nature yeah, in I here. Know. I know. I would. I would say either that or just like tit shots. Just like show us tits. <laughs> Boom. McLoob Ultra. Done. <laughs> Two days later, it's like, ah, look at this tree, make a love ultra. <laughs> yeah, get yeah, get an artist, get some artist there drunk and see his artist oh, drunk Maybe they, <laughs> maybe they think it's funny, you know, like, oh, look at this guy. He's sending his blurred photo. To this guy, <laughs> just give him the money, give him the beer, give him the whole. Thing. Yeah, I don't. I, for whatever reason, I don't think you're gonna get chosen for this one, Max. I'm sorry. Not with that attitude, but yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that man. That sounds like work. It really does, right? It sounds like fun when they're yeah. like, "Oh, visit nature and drink." But reality, you're you on deadline. You know they, you know they give you like two beers like a night, and that's it, or something. They have it like rationed down, or something like something lame. Like what? But here's your daily dose of beer. Here's your one. Your expenses. If you wanted to pick up like a a Jack and Coke, then I'm sure that would work. They cover your expenses. Maybe not other alcohols. I don't know. They probably won't let that happen, man. Yeah, dude. Like it sounds sounds like a scam to me. They're trying to get my social security number. I know it. <laughs> this is so. Yeah, the punchline here is that it's all run by Nigerian princes. Oh Jesus! I was say there was one I wanted to end on that's hilarious to me. Hit me, and I want to finish on this one. And it's pretty quick, but this one cracked me the fuck up. So this actually was reported today, supposedly. But like, um, so investigators, uh. With the New York Metropolitan Transportation Authority said a group of employees were found to have maintained an illegal man cave in a storage <laughs> room beneath the subway tracks. So this is like a New York subway. The employees made a like a man cave, like a secret one that no one knew about. Ninja Turtles. And, well, I'm almost thinking like George Costanza when he made like the sleeping area oh, under his desk. Yeah. This is like next level where there's like this secret area. So um, the investigators acting on an, an anonymous tip discovered a storage room at Grand Central Terminal contained the man cave outfitted with a futon, a TV with a streaming device, <laughs> a refrigerator, a microwave, exercise equipment. Wow. Air conditioning. And more, it says. And so more. I don't, know what, I don't know what more was. How big is and this so, closet, quote it's unquote? Just, it's a storage room. Storage, a storage room. room. That's a cool. Storage room. So the man cave was located behind a locked door <laughs> in a locksmith shop storage room below track 114 at Grand Central Terminal. Terminal. Wow. And it was not known to the station management. Investigators said. So this is like something's lost storage room under the subway that the employees found and made it turn into like this getaway. You know, it's funny. I bet that room had its heyday for like a good month or two. And then everybody started telling like, Oh, you know, that guy who works on part-time, he's pretty cool. You know, let's, uh, let's yeah, have him down here. And then that sure. gets out. And then all of a sudden a manager knows about it. Anonymous tip, boom. I mean, that's what it is. It's, 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 you have to keep secret, cool things secret and cool. Like as soon as yes. you tell everyone, boom, it's all fucked up. And <laughs> so the article goes on. We hear this made me laugh because like three MTA employees, a wireman, a carpenter, and an electrician have been suspended without pay in connection with the investigation. 
But isn't that what you would need to set up an illegal <laughs> man cave? A wireman, a carpenter, an electrician. Like, those guys had a good setup. Like, they probably just had it pimped out. For sure. They had air conditioning. They had uh, TV with streaming. Yeah, they were yeah, all about exercise it. Exercise equipment. Exercise equipment. <laughs> yeah, that's like, the... That's the most uh, leisurely part of the whole thing. Like, everybody loves a good sit and, like, lay down and watch some TV at work. But, like, when you're so leisurely that you're like, I should really, like, be doing something here. I think I'll exercise. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm going to get some work done. I'm sitting my ass up. Let's get a bike in here. <laughs> like, funny. Bitch, do your job. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, the, the, uh, the MTA officials said a project is now underway to map off the rooms at Grand Central to ensure they are all being used for proper purposes. Which is, <laughs> should that have been done? But uh, yeah, is there some just labyrinth of rooms that no one knows about, I guess, in this whole place? And um, I like this quote. This is like the last part of the whole article. But the whole thing made me laugh my ass off. I'm like, this sounds like something I'd totally do. Like, once I found about it, I'd be like, oh, sick. And I'd totally just, you know, take every moment I could to go down there. Let's see. Here's what MTA Inspector General Carolyn Picorni said in a statement. She said, um, many a New Yorker has fantasized about kicking back with a cold beer in a prime piece of Manhattan real estate, especially one this close to good transportation. But few would have the chutzpah to commandeer a secret room beneath Grand Central Terminal and make it their very own man cave sustained with MTA resources and maintained (laughs) at our writer's expense. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see now that makes more sense to me especially if it's centrally located so these guys like might get off work and they go have a beer in the man cave and hang out for a few oh, hours sure right that makes sense too because i almost in my mind thought they're just like fucking off during work but i guess they could just like it's like a secret room that no one knows about in the middle of like this insane place and since they work there they have and it's in a locked door and everything right like they had the keys to this place I, I love it. That reminds me of building a uh, a desk uh, in elementary school when you had the lift up desk and you built all the crap in there. I don't know if you guys ever did that, but I built sure. forts. Sure. All right, guys. I think we're uh, we're outy. Yeah, dude. Well, thanks for joining us. Catch us next time where we investigate Sean's uh, secret sushi obsession. Uh, it's a secret. All right, well, thank you for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Please keep in mind we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed here, we encourage you to research them for yourself. Let us know if we miss anything. And as always, submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter, Instagram, at btmt underscore podcast, and please rate and subscribe on your podcast app. 